Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. It's going to be a mixed up kind of topic here. <laughs> Expect the unexpected and a contrite and humble heart. God will not spurn. <laughs> How do these things go together? They don't, but I'm going to make them kind of mix together here because that's what I'm going through right now. So yesterday I was supposed to be on the Iowa Catholic radio station. Something got screwed up. They had the wrong phone number. So it was in the middle of my segment and I finally got patched through, but I knew there wasn't enough time for them to put me on. But I was listening to John Leonetti, great guy, who's the host of the show talking about confession. And I thought, wow, when I was reading the readings today, really got me a contrite and humble heart. God will not spurn. So there's a reason why we call that beautiful prayer after we're absolved of our sins when we go into confession, the act of contrition, contrite heart. That means that we are sincerely sorry for having committed a sin. So that's where we need to start <laughs> because I've gone into that confession, eh, not really all that sorry. Kind of like, I know I need to come in here because it's a mortal sin. I know I need to come in here because I need to receive Jesus in communion for mass. And if I don't go through this process, I can't do that. So some of you may be in this academic kind of process Thing, you know, like this is the way the law in the Catholic Church, so I must do this. This is how I was at one point. But God knows your heart. And that confession doesn't really stick. Think about this for a moment. This is why we might be wanting to pray for that contrite and humble heart. Because some of us may be like, you know, I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I want to do this. Or when you walk in or you're even in that line, you're thinking, you know what? I'm probably going to do this again. And this is where we need to pray and we need to have the right disposition and the right heart going into that confessional. So we need to get ourselves prepared to offer that to God. You can even say that to the priest, Father. I'm coming here with this sin, but I'm afraid that I'm going to do it again. I do not want this confession not to matter. 
I desire to have this changed, but my heart still wants it. Go ahead and confess that. Confess that you don't want to let go of this sin. That will do two things. Number one, that gets your heart right out there for God. He knows it. You've spoken those words. You've opened the heart of the priest who is in persona Christi, who is Jesus Christ, basically supposed to be Jesus listening to you. And that, by the way, my friends, is who you should be talking to. You're not talking to Father Bob in there. You're not. Don't worry about anyone recognizing your voice. Just talk to Jesus and be honest. And you might even get some wonderful counsel. Let's say you're not committing mortal sins. You might actually receive a priest who says, and what are your sins? I've had that before. I'm going to confession, not confessing mortal sins, but my vice-like behavior, my judgment, my anger, my lack of self-control, those types of things, my lack of faith, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief, you know, like questioning God's plans, these types of things, resentment, those, those are the things that I bring. But I've had priests in some parishes and in some places basically say, well, what's your sins? So don't be, what's the word, frustrated or don't feel defeated when you do go to confession and they're, want, they're wanting a real mortal sin, because technically that's what confession is for. However, there are a lot of faithful people and a lot of people that go to confession frequently, and they are confessing venial sins. Now, you don't have to, because when you go to Mass, you are basically having your venial sins forgiven in the very beginning of Mass. I don't want to tell you to do that. <laughs> I don't, because you're going to not be in confession often. I mean, if you're not in mortal sin anymore, what, you don't go to confession anymore? Well, that's not the case, because we must go at least once a year. This is the doctrine, the dogma, if you will. In, it's not dogma, really, but it's the rule, you know, once a year. And that's a good practice, mortal sin or not. And you know what? The less you go the more prideful I think you are because you think that your sins aren't all that in a bag of chips. Why does God need to hear these? God needs to hear them. Satan needs to hear them. And you need to hear them. The priest has nothing to do with it. And then while you're in that confessional, again, write these things down. Don't do what I've done where I've gone in there and I get out and I'm like, darn it. I totally forgot, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, and I get all upset. So what happens if that happens? One, it's not going to happen because you're going to write this stuff down. Take it in on your phone. If you don't have a pen and a piece of paper, type up something on your phone and read it. You'll feel more relaxed because you won't have to think about remembering it. You will have an expeditious, quick you know, process in there, which everybody likes, the priest, you, and the people waiting behind you. And three, it allows you to kind of, uh, you know, feel some emotions, get a little bit more color. And when you write it down, give a little explanation. 
I know people say, you go in there, you say, you know, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been so and so many weeks or days since my last confession. And then you get started. And some people just go, I watched pornography three times. I lied to my wife about blah, 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 blah. I have resentment for my brother, yada, yada, yada. And they don't do anything but list the kind and the number. And that's fine. Technically, you're doing fine. You're getting it out there. Some of us don't know the number, like me with all the people that I slept with before I was married and after I was married. Don't know the number, but that's okay. God does. I think it's better, and it's not giving yourself an excuse, but to add a little color and to talk about how remorseful you are. I think that this is why I have so many teary experiences and emotional heart-wrenching experiences in confession, because I share the emotions that are wrapped around my confession. And maybe that will help you. If the priest is awesome, he's going to give you some counsel. If the priest is just not, (laughs) he's not. He's going to give you your penance and send you on your way. And hopefully you walk out of there a whole new person. Do your penance immediately. I've forgotten to do it. And all of a sudden I'm sitting in mass thinking, oh my gosh, I don't think I, <laughs> I don't think I did my penance. So I'm in mass while mass is going, trying to pray my penance prayers so that I can receive the Lord. And we don't want to, we don't want to do that either. So it's best just to walk out of that confessional, go kneel down and pray your penance prayers or whatever it is that you've been given. And then ask God to change your heart a new spirit to create in you every single day. And you will see, expect the unexpected, which is where we're going next. <laughs> so yesterday, I I told you guys that we were watching this Netflix thing, and I'm not really a Netflix person. I don't have pure flicks, but Netflix has this show called Designated Survivor with Kiefer Sutherland, And we've been watching it for, you know, every evening after dinner. And I'm telling you, I am staying up way too late. Last night, we sat down at 6 and we went up to bed at 11.30. I didn't fall asleep till 12.30. This is not circadian rhythm, by the way. This is not sunrise, sunset. My body is all messed up from the past three days. We've been like this. And I'm telling my husband, I have to get back to going back upstairs at nine because this morning came and I was just like, oh, please don't tell me I have to wake up. So it's very, what's the word? I mean, it's just intense. It's intense. And so I bite the skin on my nails and the skin around my thumbs are the worst because they're real thick cuticles and real, I mean, they're good to chew on. And I was going after my thumb like crazy. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, what is this? This big crunchy, sandy kind of thing that was in my mouth. And I'm like, oh, I, I, my, my tongue automatically went to the front of my teeth. I chipped a big section of my tooth off. 
<laughs> I have a whole quadrant of my big, of my front tooth, a big <laughs> quadrant. It just came off. It peeled off from the front. So the, there's a little bit on the back. I don't know what I'm going to do. I immediately called my dentist. I was like, oh, can you get me in? So that's why today will be whatever kind of day, whenever I get a call from the dentist, we'll see. Maybe I can get in there today. But I was like, Lord, what? You know, like my teeth, like I take care of these things like crazy. I had flossed, uh, you know, I floss three, four times a day. I mean, I whiten them. I just, and my dentist just says, your teeth are fabulous. Your gums are awesome. And now I'm like, what in the world happened? And I remember she said to me, the last time I was in the office getting a cleaning, I had mentioned something about biting nails or something. She's like, oh my gosh, you should, ne- my, my, my cuticles, my, my thumbs. She goes, never bite your nails. You will break your teeth. And I looked at her like, come on, I've been doing it my whole life. <laughs> well, here I am. So one might freak out. One who is so filled with vain and has this vanity issue might really freak out about this. And I, of course, am not happy about it. I'm kind of like, oh my gosh, but expect the unexpected. So I wasn't like, what, oh gosh, what do I want to say? Like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? How am I going to look? What are people going to think about me? But I never had that. I just kind of said, well, maybe this is the best of the best. And I don't know, maybe I've got to get veneers. I have no idea, but Lord, (laughs) I'm handing it to you. You willed this to happen. You will help fix it. And I made my call to the dentist in a kind of funny little message and we'll wait and see where, where God goes with this. But you know, like I need this like a hole in the head right now. I don't need to be spending any money on my teeth. I don't need to be spending any time on my teeth. I don't know why God let this happen. I don't know, but I'm like, okay, let's see where this goes or why or what. I have no idea. Maybe I'm supposed to go to the dentist and bring my love. I always go in my cross hat and bring my love and faith there and somehow touch someone. I don't know. These are some of the things that we should think about when stuff happens that's unexpected and maybe unexpected bad. Unexpected good is sweet, right? Who who questions that? <laughs> you know, Lord, bring it. Bring me more of that. That's awesome. But unexpected bad or unexpected, whoa, where did this come from? I don't know what's going to happen with this. Is just another opportunity for us to let it go and give it to God and take it day by day, moment by moment. So I was going to stay in bed and I'm like, get up. <laughs> get up. We, we, I got up late. It's, it's not the same day. If you want to consider a couple of days ago where I did not start with mental prayer, I've got lots on my list in terms of errands. I've got a lot of things going on today that I am planning to do, but I am going to allow God to take over and do whatever he needs to do in my life today whether it's my teeth, whether it's him. I mean, I will be going to mass. I, I hope to get to confession. I will pray mental prayer a little bit later. 
yeah, everything's all weird, but I'm still very calm, very peaceful. And I did start with God. I did sit with the readings and hence the podcast. I don't know. Are you having unexpected things happening to you this Lent? And are you struggling with vice or mortal sin? And if you are, run to confession. This is a beautiful time of the year to go because it is always available beyond just what is typically available. So check websites. Don't forget to check the bulletin. You can go to www.masstimes.org, put in your zip code. You can find mass, confession, and adoration out there, but know that it is not updated by some parishes. So go to their website. Don't look at what's on their website because sometimes that isn't updated. Go to the local weekly bulletin. That is updated every single week. And in there, you're going to find the updated confession times and maybe even additional adoration times if you don't have perpetual adoration 24-7 where you're at. All righty. A humble and contrite heart. So I feel like I have the contrition aspect of, Lord, please, I'm sorry. I am truly sorry. Every day... In prayer, we should be offering up an act of contrition for yesterday or even the night before we go to bed. If you're doing the evening examine and you're going through your day and you noticed, ah, I yelled at my kids, take that to God and make an evening act of contrition. Lord, I'm really sorry for that. I didn't mean to do that. And then learn, why did you yell at your kids? Think about what happened around that time. Were you not paying attention? Were you just letting life happen to you? Because that's typically when we do things that we regret or that we're sincerely sorry for. And then a humble heart is kind of where I'm at right now. Lord, I don't know what you're doing with this tooth thing, but hey, it happened And I'm just going to follow today in your lead and hopefully it will be okay. I don't know what your plan is here, but you allowed this to happen and I'm, I'm all for it. That is a contrite and humble heart. And the more that we continue in that way with God, the more he is going to change our hearts. He's going to renew them every single day with a new spirit and a new mind. All righty, everyone, let's pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, Heavenly Father, I hear you calling me, calling me to your Son. Help me go to confession. Help me seek out his mercy his healing, his love, his tenderness, his friendship, 
because without him and you and the Holy Spirit and Mary and St. Joseph and all the angels and saints on my side, including my guardian angel, I am living this life all alone. And I can't change things permanently. I can't make my life be what you have created me to be. I need you to help change my heart, which will then change my thoughts and my words and my deeds. Lord, call me to you every day and help me pay attention so that I can live in your spirit and listen to the promptings of you as well as all the holy angels and my guardian angel and Mary and everyone helping me on this battle. Mary, take my left hand. Holy Spirit, take my right. Please lead me to Jesus' sacred heart where I can rest in his wounds and have his precious blood pour over me with complete protection. In your holy name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All righty, get on out there. Be love. Go find confession. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing that we have. It's called a sacrament in the Catholic Church, and it's there for us. We are supposed to speak out loud these sins, and it's for us. Not the priest doesn't care. The priest has heard all of them. Trust me, I know many priests They are never shocked. There's nothing that you can say that they haven't already heard. But the deal is this. It's not for them. It's for us. Because I remember the last time that I was in confession and I was like, I never want to speak these words again in my life. Ever. It's us. It's for us so that we can hear ourselves say it over and over and over again and kind of get to that point. I am so done with this. And that's where God comes in. <laughs> All righty, here we go. Going on another 20-minute podcast here. All righty, we're in it, guys. We have a week. Today would be a week, if you will, from Ash Wednesday. Keep taking it day by day and live in today. Don't think about tomorrow. Don't think about yesterday. Of course, learn along the way. But try to be as present as you can. Start by thanking God. When you're done with this podcast, just sit for a couple of minutes and thank him for everything. Lord, thank you for another day. Thank you for my life. Thank you for my, my family, my job, my ministry, my worldly goods, my house, my car, my finances. Thank you for my faith. I mean, geez, that should be the first one we thank him for. Even just think about ways that he has brought things up to your eyes. Thank you for this walk that I'm on. Thank you for connecting these dots. You know, thank you for Kendra's podcast. You know, like, I don't know. Go down the list. 
for two reasons. Number one, we should do this all day, every day, right? We hear that in mass. It is right and just. It is our duty and our salvation. Hello. Always and everywhere to give you thanks. Who in the heck does that? You, after this podcast. So sit down, take a couple minutes, and change your state of being into gratitude, which is the best attitude that we can have to allow God in because we're thanking him. We're giving credit where credit is due. We're glorifying him. We should be thanking him as often as we can in front of other people, but in our own lives, thank you, God, for this sun today. Woke up. It was cloudy. Yesterday was a beautiful day. The day before was horrible. But each day, thank you for the clouds. Thank you for the rain. Thank you for whatever you give me today because you gave it. Not because I wanted it. This morning, I didn't want the clouds. I was like, oh, no, another cloudy day. That is just going to bring me down. No, thank you, Lord. Thank you for the rain that is watering the grass and all of the uh, the crops and things out there that are going to be feeding us and watering the animals. I mean, hello. (laughs) We just have to accept everything, including a big old chip tooth. So, you know, if you, if you find it in your heart to pray for God, to God, just that things go, okay, that'd be great. I'm not asking for them, but you know, I'm throwing that out there. Uh, cause that's what I'll be doing all day. Lord, I believe, help my own belief, just do what you need to do with this. And I pray that it looks okay. You know, not from a vanity perspective, but darn it, I've taken really good care of these teeth. So that's kind of where I'm at. Alrighty. I love you all. Go find something more with God today soul, mind, and body. Make that connection. All of it. All of it matters. And when you do work on all of them, you're going to find that things are going to start clicking. Stuff's going to start changing. And expect the unexpected. (laughs) Have a blessed and inspired day.